Stay connected this winter with this unbeatable deal from BreezeLine. Get reliable, fiber-powered internet for just $19.99 per month with all-in pricing for two years. But that's not all. Your first month is on us. This deal gets better with a free modem and installation along with free Wi-Fi your way whole home coverage. Safeguard your network from cyber threats and keep all your devices connected and secured with this amazing offer. Act now. Terms and conditions apply. Offer expires March 3rd, 2024. Learn more at BreezeLine.com. For years, I just dreaded going to the dentist. But at Advanced Dentistry, I don't have to. First and foremost, they want you to feel comfortable when you walk in, like you'll feel it. Whereas in the past, I might have gone into the dentist and thinking, I might feel some pain at some point. But with IV sedation, it can be something that you don't dread. If you've been avoiding the dentist because of fear, worry, or just not wanting to be judged, you're not alone. Visit NoFearDentist.com to learn how IV sedation can change your life. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. What was that? No, 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 no. Man, that Miley Cyrus, huh? She's quite a talent volcano. Sign me up for the fan club for that fucking woman. I mean, you can just go online and sign up for it. I can? Yeah, you can be a member of the Miley Cyrus fan club. I thought that I would be put in jail for my interest in a child. Well. She's she's 14, right? She's 20. Ah. It's fine. Mm. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. And then here we got a Miley Cyrus fan over here. I am blind to age Harry Wilson. <laughs> blind um, to age Harry I can't Harry tell Wilson. whether you're 80 or you're 4. <laughs> I can't well. tell whether you're 19 or you're 17. And those well. two are vastly different. <laughs> oh, how I wish to have a bride that I could tell what age she was. But I guess I'll just go younger and younger. <laughs> Ah, uh, just to be safe. Yeah, keep it safe. That's a good. <laughs> that's a very, very good idea. Well, speaking of disgusting things, today we're discussing some of the most uh, evil. I wanna uh, be hating, ridiculous human beings on the face of the planet. Hate. We've delved into the world of hate groups for this episode, and you're gonna love it. Well, you're not gonna love the groups, and you're not gonna love the people we discuss, but you're gonna love when we make fun of them and mock them because all of their beliefs are absolutely ludicrous. This is very sensitive subject matter here. We're not even joking around about it. <laughs> I, these guys, um, what they ma- what they make up for in inaccuracy, they have with um, with tenacity. loudness. Yeah, yeah tenacity. loudness. They I'd say enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. Yeah, very. Enth- that's what I'd say. The one thing you could say about like the Stormfront group or like anybody who just like actively hates another group is they're just they are. It's they're full of it. Right. Mm-hmm. And they love it. That's right. Beyonce, they they journal about it for hours. Beyonce, she looks good in boots. But I'll tell you, these guys, they really, really, uh, they own it. You know, these guys were the first ones to really rock a nice pair of stiletto boots. Absolutely. They're rocking. Because who made them for the Nazis? Hugo Boss made them for the Nazis. Hugo Hugo Boss manufactured them. It is a myth that he designed them. No, uh, Adolf Hitler designed them. (laughs) Ah, yes, yes, yes. yes. He He did it. He made them out of poop dresses. That was his modeling clay. Absolutely. And he's just like, I want it to be pointy. Mm, Yes. Sculpt the poo-poo differently for Mr. Adolf Hitler. So uh, we all got together on Monday night. We had some beers. And, you know, just put whatever group of guys I bought some good German beer. Yeah, we learned a little bit. We cracked open the world of uh, of hate speech and uh, well, whatnot. We'll go in the way way back machine and talk yeah. about how it even started. I so I was walking down the street one summer, s- s- New York City afternoon, uh-huh. just <laughs> walking down the street. Hey, hot dog guy! And he's like, Ah, oh, Henry, you're my favorite man. Will you right. please help me? My kids, my kids are in prison in <laughs> Afghanistan. And I was like, Get out of my fucking face! All right. And then I kept walking down the street. Marcus calls me and he's like, Henry, I've got to tell you something. And this is like, I met this man in Union Square. You've got to meet him. It turned out we were both on 14th Street. No. We told him, but we met up and he's like, you got to meet this guy. He's a bootlegger. He's a DVD bootlegger. I've been going he, to this guy for years. Yeah. Okay. He has all these great, um, Sounds I know like a it's whiskey a whiskey man. Sounds like he's selling a bunch of whiskey out of the ass crack of yeah. his pants or something. <laughs> but it's 1970s exploitation films that he mostly has. Yeah. So oh, that's I why see. Marcus was going to him because and then because he had been gone for a bunch of months. He had been gone for a little while. You Trump's know, of course, arrested it's or? very seasonal. He's a big, big, fat, fat toad of toad a man. Fucking piece okay. of shit. Oh yeah, and he's, he's got a white fella. White fella. Mm-hmm. He's got. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, he's got. If all... you call Italian white. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, we will. We will for today's purposes. Uh, all of his DVDs are in these plain white envelopes that just has the name written on them. They're just a dollar. Yeah, they're only just a dollar. Just a dollar. A dollar. Yeah. So we went and we started going through it, but he's just like, and then Marcus basically informed me. He's like, so I'm going through, I'm browsing through my normal mm. DVD selection time. And he's sure. like, hey, 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 you got to check out this one. This one's something special. Oh, my. I handed you, um, was that what the... The he, first one, well, the first, it started off with uh, me going through and just asking him, was like, hey, White Dog, what's this all about? And he's like, oh, no, not that movie, that movie's hilarious. That's a movie about, like, that's a guy, a, go, a woman who buys a, a dog, it's a black dog. It's to, to, to attack black people. And, yeah. It, and yeah, and it kills all the black people in the neighborhood. It's hilarious. <laughs> well, like, that is a funny, funny premise, isn't interesting. it? Interesting. Okay. It's sort of like if Air Bud was a Klansman. Uh, yeah. That's oh, great. Okay, okay. And then I keep looking, and I notice a, a Screwdriver DVD in there. And if you don't know, Screwdriver is the premier white supremacist punk band. And you know they're good, because the one thing that we got on lockdown as white people is music. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we invented it, and we've perfected it. We didn't Steal it. We didn't, that's good. Oh, that's some good beats. Yeah. And so I keep looking, and I see a movie called The Beast as Saint. Mm. And, and like, you're like, oh, cool, rock like, and roll. Yeah, like, yeah. That sounds cool. Like, you know, I love the satanic horror movies and all that. And I'm like, hey, what's this one all about? He goes, that, that right there, you can have that. Everyone needs to see that right there. That is a documentary about how Martin Luther King was a communist and raped three women the night before he got shot. And you're you like, can whoa, have whoa, that. Whoa, what? Right. Well, can we discuss that movie briefly? No, oh, no, we're going to. Well, definitely. Okay. But then uh, basically after that interaction, Marcus called me yeah. and was like, you got to meet this guy. I think he's a fucking white supremacist who's yeah. like hiding as a horror movie guy. And so I went, right. I started looking, started doing the same thing, asking questions, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, he's like, I can give you something. I can give you something that you'd be really into and that I think it's really important for people to see. And hands me this disc that has the words, a Holocaust inquiry written on it. <laughs> inquiry. And, yeah, and I looked inquiry. at it, which I also love. This is what we've, I've now learned, it's so interesting what they call the, like, the terminologies they used in Holocaust yeah. denial. And listen, like, when you say Holocaust, you're saying it wrong. We have to go with the David Holocaust, Duke pronounced yeah. pronoun- Holocaust. No, so, Holocaust. It, it, so I was like, what is this? And he's just like, he's like, this is a documentary that if you went to Europe, they put you in jail for years. And I was just like, Cool. <laughs> Gotta have it. So we knew right then, we were like, we're going to watch these and we're going to talk about them. And that's what we're doing today. Yeah. Right. Very excited. And, so, and, But we're also going to talk quite a bit about some of the other most more famous hate groups here in the United States, of which there are many. We yeah. got them on. We got that. Yeah. We, you know, <laughs> like it's like it's America. Like yeah. pretty much it's like baseball. We invented it. Hot dogs. Yeah. We took all the extra parts of the pig and part, turned them into a paste and shot them into a tube. You bet. And we mastered it. Yeah. And oh. the other thing we have is organized hate. Organized <laughs> hate groups. And if you want a list of hate groups, obviously we won't be able to touch on all of them. Go to the Southern Poverty Law Center and they have a whole list. And uh, they really break them down for you. Yeah, they have a list state by state, the state with the most hate groups. Now, this is interesting because I guessed Indiana uh, Indiana at first because I know that it's the home of the Klan. Not even close. Not even remotely close. Not even close. Uh, California, number one with 82 hate groups. 82 in California. Texas, um, admittedly, uh, is number two, but there's a big drop off with 64. Uh, the state with the least amount of uh, hate groups, it's tied actually between Vermont and Wyoming. They only have two each. That's I, because it. it's mostly horses there. Mostly and horses and ho- don't hate anything they don't except hate. for rabbits that play with their food. Mm, I hate those goddamn rabbits. Uh, but, I agree. It's too cold for a hate group in Wyoming. Uh, you, can't, you can't hate another race when you're shivering and uh, I don't know. And, and they seem misery. to do it real well in New York City. Well, it's New not York that City, cold here compared number to one Wyoming. in anti-Muslim hate groups. I okay. wonder why. <laughs> it's not, I can uh, think of one gigantic pothole uh-huh. as the reason why. Yeah. Of course, he's referring. We have a l- very large Hasidic Jewish community. They tend not to get along with the Muslim folk too well. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, California, a lot of their hate groups are uh, black supremacist groups. Okay. Now, what's uh, the most famous black supremacist group in uh, California? That would be the Nation of Islam. Woo-hoo! Nation of Islam. Now, of course, the Nation Come of Islam. Come on, ride a train. to ride it. Islam. Come on, ride a train. It's a train. Islam. Honey, have they changed this song since the last time we heard it on the radio? I don't know, but I'm starting to hate me, honey. This is very bizarre. We, uh, we touched on the Nation of Islam just a little with bit. Our, with the Lord. Uh, yeah, in the zebra killings episode. The we're Angels talking of about, Death. And, no, yeah. but wasn't there the belief in the... Uh, Yakub. In the uh, Yakub. Yeah, the, yeah. White Yakub. Human, the white scientist. The he white scientist the that made the white evil wizard man. who yes. created the white devil through a scientific process called grafting. 
And uh, so this... All true. I remember when I was grafted. I <laughs> love the way you were grafted. He put a lot of grafted into you, yeah. I guess. I don't uh, even know what mold, that means. You could say. Sure. So what the nation of Islam stop making believed. these Borowskis. I can't afford any more molds. So you just imagine the mold start, ah, try to make another Zabrowski, huh? Oh, I've got a large mold for you. I should kick you out of this store. <laughs> <laughs> so what the Nation of Islam believes is that they were created to take the original race, that would be the black race, take the original race into the coming apocalyptic racial throwdown between the original peoples and the blue-eyed devils. Us. Oh, I'd love yeah. to see it, though. And it's not just the white people. It's also the Jews. Here is a quote from Louis Farrakhan from a radio interview in 1984. Louis Farrakhan is the leader of the Nation of Islam, has been for a very long time. Here's what he says. The Jews don't like Farrakhan, so they call me Hitler. Well, that's a good name. Hitler was a very great man. <laughs> he wasn't a great man for me as a black person, <laughs> but he was a great German. Now, I'm not proud of Hitler's evils against Jewish people, but that's a matter of record. He raised Germany up from nothing. Well, in a sense, you could say there's a similarity in that we are raising our people up from nothing. Yeah, just there like Hitler. <laughs> just like Hitler. Just like Hitler all the time. And same thing with me, man. Every time I'm like, oh, look at this casserole I made. Mm -hmm. I'm like Hitler. <laughs> yes, yes. You're raising your people up. Earlier this afternoon, there wasn't a bit of casserole in this casserole. But then bench. what did you do? I filled it to the brim with casserole. You created a casserole. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Then you put it in the oven. And I won't let my Jewish neighbor have any. <laughs> well, let him have gave, some. Well, you know, I gave in. I gave him some because in the end, it's good casserole. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone loves a good casserole. Well, let's get into the arguably the most famous hate group in American history and by far the most hilarious hate group in American so history. So much fun, these guys. The Ku Klux Klan. Hey, They're everybody here. Join the Klan out. Everybody have a good time. <laughs> I'm coming on down there and join the Klan. I got sheets for days. Do a Good song, Clem. Great new fucking anthem. <laughs> the Klan is anti-black, anti-race mixing, anti-Jewish, anti-Hispanic, anti-homosexual, anti-communist, anti-trans fat ban, <laughs> anti-perspirant. <laughs> they need it. They need it. And take up, these guys down a peg. And up can until you take recently, them down any more than they already are? <laughs> and up until recently, anti-Catholic. Uh, They're yes. bringing the Catholics in now. Oh, the I Catholics are allowed? The Catholics are allowed. Because you have a whole new wing of white people to get in there. You know, my right. mom is in there and she's, you know, but she's stirring the fucking sauce on the, on the fucking stove, just going like, oh, but what did Papa John Paul like it? That's what your mom sounded like. Really? No. No. It's a fucking character. Oh, I see. I made it up. Rude to your mother. She's Italian, but not that Italian. Okay. Well, right now, the clan has between 5,000 and 8,000 members as of 2012. However, in up. 1925, they had almost 3 million. Okay. They had 3 million? The clan has gone through many iterations throughout the years. They started in 1865 in uh, Pulaski, Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, the name Ku Klux Klan. As an ice cream clan. store called the Ku Klux Klan. Get your ice cream. Oh, I love that place. <laughs> well, it's a weird title, but I love their homemade ice cream. Yeah, good pecan ice cream. No chocolate. No. Hmm. It's my hmm. favorite, though. <laughs> That's fun. I love chocolate. I've gone to another ice cream store. Well, Ku Klux Klan comes from Kuklos, which is Greek for circle. So Ku Klux Klan essentially means band of brothers. Oh. Mm. Like that HBO show. Yeah, kind of like the HBO show. It's kind of interesting they have the word brothers in their title with that uh, band of brothers because there's not a lot of black folks in the uh, KKK there. Yep. Originally in those early days, it was mostly to suppress black voting. More than 2,000 people were killed in the first 10 years of the Klan. The, uh, in one single parish, they hunted and killed uh, more than 200 black uh, Republicans. Thirteen captains were taken and shot, and a half-buried pile of 25 bodies were found in the woods. They literally hunted them down. In 1915, the movie Birth of a Nation came out. D.W. Griffith, you know, it's it was based on uh, a novel yeah. uh, called, I can't remember what it was called, but it was based on a novel that was written. And here's the funny thing about it, is that the whole Burning Cross stuff, the, uh, the clan... Uh, robes as we know them today, they were created for the movie Birth of a Nation. Yeah, like the all image of Dracula and shit like that, where it's yeah. like it all came from a movie, like someone co-opted, which is very interesting because that's again shows like the importance in hate groups with the uh, the idea of optics, like how you look and how you're perceived. Where it's like
it's like Hitler was very much aware of that, and that's why the uh, the Nazis were so impressive looking yeah. because you you have to they're like we have to exude a power like in the Ku Klux Klan you're like we get the pointed hoods so we look like evil gnomes and we put the cross yeah. on fire so we can roast hot dogs while we hate right and there's some marshmallows in there as well everyone loves a s'more even if they're hate filled bigots. Oh, yeah. I don't think anybody in the Ku Klux Klan can even get through a s'more. They've <laughs> I mean, never they even smiled. Like, no they, like, they don't like the racial mixture of the uh, Hershey's oh, yeah, and with the marshmallow. The, yeah, with the marshmallow and the chocolate. Yeah, yeah they're just sitting around just eating marshmallows going like, I like them. I yeah. like them. You should try it with a Hershey's bar. Shut up! You get out of my Uh-oh. Ku Klux Klan! I'm out of the Klan for my love of treats. Well, I'm going to sit over here on my white couch. Oh, I sharded on it. Mm, now I gotta it burn it. Yeah, gotta burn it up. <laughs> That's what happens when you oh, shard on the couch. Here's another interesting event that led to the uh, re, uh, I guess the reconstruction of the Klan is that it's the same event that resulted in the creation of the Anti Defamation League. Yes, uh, this is the murder of Mary Fagan. She was a little girl that was murdered in a pencil factory in 1915. Because most most kids from four to seven worked in factories at the time. Yeah, period. pencil factories. Absolutely, yeah. the and safest this, of all the places for a kid to work. And a Jewish businessman, Leo Frank, was arrested for the crime, and he was eventually convicted of it on very, 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 very little evidence. I mean, yeah, the, he didn't do it. He didn't they found do pencils it. in his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> he was using a pencil. Yes. Yeah, that's something. The janitor did it. The janitor at the uh, pencil factory did it. But uh, a lot of people decided that... He had the little that... girl's panties on his head for like a week. <laughs> and was like, yeah. hey, you like my new hat? Y'all like my hat? But the people of uh, the town of Atlanta decided that Leo Frank was guilty. They stormed the, uh, they stormed the jail, brought him out, and they lynched him right in front of the jail. And that's what started the Anti-Defamation League, also known as the Reptilian Defenders. <laughs> There's a, I don't know if we've talked about this in this program before, but the Anti-Defamation League is also heavily against David Icke because they believe that his terminology of the reptilians is just code for Jewish people. Yes. <laughs> and David Icke is like, no, no, it's not as reasonable as that. It's giant reptiles. Yeah, that's the thing. People that think David Icke are just like he's using that as an analogy for something else. Listen They're to just... David Icke defend himself going like, no, no. I know, I know. I know. <laughs> of course, yes, reptiles. of course it seems like I'd be talking about the Jews. I'm not. They're big iguanas. They're iguanas and the president's one of them. That's insane, sir. I know it's insane and it's insane that no one believes me. I love David Icke. Yeah, I miss him. But the best part about the Ku Klux Klan is their wacky names for each other. Yes. Yeah. Treasures are called Claybees. Yeah. A local organization is called a Clavern. A clavern. Hey, this uh-huh. is him putting K's in everything like it's Burger King. A K yeah. and an L, yeah. An initiation fee is called a Klecktoken. Which sounds German. We kind of talked like about Klecktoken. That's kind yeah. of fun. A secretary is a Kligrip. A Kligrip? Uh, a Kligrap. Does that mean anything in another language? None of this means Sounds anything. Sounds like Klingon language, doesn't it? Doesn't it's kind really... of... Again, yeah. we just talked about it before. It's just a bunch of fucking nerds. Yeah. It's like they're playing D&D, but with hate. Yeah. Oh, uh, if you want to hear something nerdy, here is uh, a series of letters in nineteen. 19- I found this great book. It was called Secrets of the Ku Klux Klan. It was put out in like nineteen. It's a great book. Yeah, I mean it's anti clan. <laughs> it's definitely anti clan. It was a really fun read. It just, was yeah. Short, your girlfriend really nice. just staring at you while you're sitting there cutting up sheets all day. Yeah. What She's happened like, to Have our you bed, looked Marcus? at me, Marcus? <laughs> Yeah, I have. Kinda. Yeah, I have. I mean, yeah, yeah. Let me just, I'm, I'm, I'm reading. Yeah, I'm, I'm reading right now. Yeah. Uh, but this was the letter that the Imperial Klegel, uh, that's the name for the recruiter. Klegel rhymes with Beagle. Yes, yeah. That's does. why it's cute. He would send these to uh, prospective members. There would be a series of three short letters. Here is the first of the letters. Sir. 6,000 men who are preparing for eventualities have their eyes on you. You are being weighed in the balance. The call is coming. Are you able and qualified to respond? Discuss this matter with no one. Well, golly gee, I better not say done plun one word in life to anyone. Oh, am I talking out loud? A few days later, you would get the second letter. Oh, well, Sir, I better go out to the mailbox to hope I get another Stein fucking mailers from them ghost people up the hill. It's exciting days, yeah. Sir, you have heard from us because we believe in you. We are for you and need you. Hmm. The impenetrable veil of mystery is drawing aside. Well, Soon, you will appear exactly as you are. 
Are you a real man? Lift your eyes to the fiery cross and falter not, but go forward to the light. Discuss this matter with no one. Now, golly gee, if these people didn't sound extreme, but, you know, when it comes down to it, I ain't got any friends. I'm new to Harrisburg. It's yeah. hard to get out there. Everyone's got their social circles already formed, so I better join up with these ghost people up from the hill. And then finally, the third letter comes. We all go out. We all, I guess old Betsy died. My wife of 29 years is dead in a bed, all cold and hard to the touch. Well, better go get the mail, see if my magazines came. Sir. Be soft, though. <laughs> Sir, you have been weighed in the balance and found not wanting. What? S- strong men, brave men, real men. We need such men. We know you are one. The goblins of the Invisible Empire will shortly issue oh, their call. No. <laughs> be discreet, preserve silence, and bite its coming. Discuss this matter with no one. Now, my main thing is I am... Good Lord, I am desperately afraid of goblins. I don't I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I want them invited into the home, but in the end, again, Betsy's it. dead, I have no friends, and I'd love to go bowling with something or somebody, whether it be a gremlin or a gnome or a bear person or a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they can bowl in those I love goblins dresses, of the night. I love yeah, goblins of the like invisible empire. Right. Like, get up, a I just met a guy going like, hey, hey, tell me, what is your head size? We are making sheets for you. See you soon. Big head, big head. And of course, some of the names of the KKK chapters around the United States, the Lone Wolf Brigade Knights. <laughs> I mean, that makes no sense. You can't be a Lone Wolf Brigade, brigade because yeah, there can only be one person. There's only one wolf. You're the yeah. Lone Wolf. Well, I'm a Lone you're brigade. A brigade. No, no. no. It makes sense. We can't have a whole brigade of Lone Wolves. <laughs> yes. All right, someone's got to follow rules. It's just ridiculous. Ku Klux Klan, LLC. A limited oh, liability corporation. That sounds oh, okay. kind of Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a law firm. The Knight Riders Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. That's out of Florida. Knight Riders Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Dixie Rangers Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Ooh, Yay! The True Invisible Empire Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Mm, interesting. The original Knight Riders Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, that's just somebody stepping on somebody else's game. Yeah, oh, yeah. which one came first? Well, we're the original one. Well, All apparently right. the ones in North Carolina and Virginia came first. Okay. Uh, and my personal favorite, the True Invisible Empire Traditionalist American Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Well, look why, at that. Why just, do we can't we just come up with a good name? Just rolls right <laughs> off the tongue. Just for this anything. is what happens when you decide by committee. Yeah, everyone gets a yeah. word put well, in there. Well, goddammit, if we aren't... Uh, when We gotta tell everybody how invisible we are. But right. I, I hate to tell you this, Daryl, but we ain't all that fucking invisible because we got hoods on our heads. We right. look like ghosts. Yes, we look like ghosts. <laughs> are we ghosts? No, we are big men on horses. Hairy, We're making hairy a lot man. of noise. Are hooting and right. hollering. None of you listen to me telling you to shut up. All right, we're waking them up before we even get there. <laughs> ah, damn. I don't even know why I try to get this lone wolf brigade together. It's just sad. <laughs> So now let's move on to uh, our man of the hour, David Duke. Well, David so this Duke. was the first of the DVDs that we watched uh, on Monday night. We I mean, we, I don't even know if we can call this a DVD. It was, it was a presentation, a PowerPoint it's a presentation. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it is definitely a lecture. So and David Duke, if you don't know, he was uh, the Grand Imperial Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan in the late 70s. Yes, and he was the Grand won... Royal Sorcerer. The, yeah. the Grand the Sorcerer Klan. Cyclops Wizard Dragon. <laughs> The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You pet your dog. You're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox decides and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little Bugs and rats. And oh, they love their life and they love the they love what BarkBox brings. Because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep. To get your free upgrade, go to barkbox.com slash L-E-F-T. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year 
thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it. But guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the Aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional. And we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken. But there are kids out there that need this type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at. See if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. That's amazing. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles. It's just a better way to watch TV. Get with it, people. Philo has an unlimited DVR for one year. Save all your favorite shows so you can watch on your own schedule. Philo allows for multiple profiles and multiple streams, meaning that your children or significant other can't ruin your queue. Never miss a minute of shows like, oh, RuPaul's Drag Race. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it. And it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds for less money and less hassle. Try it yourself with your seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-E-F-T to get 50% off your first month. Uh, and he almost won uh, governor of yes. uh, Tennessee, right? So good work, everybody. Alabama or Tennessee, one of those states. No, Louisiana. Yeah. Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah, he ran. They had the governor of Louisiana. Um, he's a real piece of shit. He is. And so what we've done here, so he put together what I love again. So the thing about Holocaust denial, which is probably one of the most insidious form of what they what they like to say is historic history revisionism. They say they're Holocaust revisionists, right? Which is how again how you learn a lot about like what they do in in these. And these presentations and everything you read is they sort of lightly uh, term things and they come up with weird sort of like, I don't know, off-center, uh, yeah. off-center thing. And what David Duke does in this in his presentation called The Holocaust Inquiry, which is two hours long, which we found yeah, out even isn't longer even than the entire yeah. thing. Actually, it's two and a half hours long. Uh, two and I and found the full thing long. on YouTube. Uh, it's fucking garbage. It's boring. First of all, God, but, it's like, but in this, 
basically what, what what these guys like to do is, like in any standard lawyer situation, they like to create shadows of a doubt. They watch these things, and they like go to these things, and they, they pick out little flimsy facts in it and be like, well, this may not be accurate, so if that's not accurate, the, maybe, but, not, what, maybe none of it's accurate. Right. One of the facts is that Anne Frank did not die in the camps. Oh, yeah. Died oh, yeah. She died of typhus. The, her so family, if Anne Frank typhus. didn't die in the gas chambers, then what else is wrong? Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so this is what David and, Duke is. I also found a, uh, a small thing about Anne Frank about why she was uh, so quiet. Uh, some critics have pointed to the daily use of a vacuum cleaner and that Anne Frank claimed that they had to be silent for fear of discovery. The reality is that Anne was an incorrigible chatterbox and the supposed need for silence was likely to have been a device to try and keep her quiet. Since she could not talk, Anne took to writing instead. Most of what she wrote was not included in the diary, and what was published was very selectively edited. Yeah! And what they say, obviously that's all not true. I Uh, just love all... Yeah, just say that Anne Frank's just like, well, she was a bit of a... Anne Frank was being a bitch, and everybody (laughs) fucking knew it, so they told her to shut up. And so they made up the whole thing just to shut her up. And that's why the Holocaust never happened. Yeah, yeah, they put up chimneys, Mm. but they were shooting out chocolate vapor. That's what that was. It wasn't the remains of six million people. Chocolate vapor. Um. So this is a. So the, so the, so we have some sound clips. Yeah. Let's start yeah. with what was the first crack in the Holocaust for David Duke. I wrote an essay for an English class at Louisiana State University on the liberalization Such of American sexual morality. I recounted how I'd never seen a picture of a fully frontal, completely nude woman until oh. I was a freshman in high school. That reminiscence may sound strange to young people today, but even Playboy magazine omitted the most private sexual area until the mid-1960s. After I wrote the essay, a right-wing friend who read it told me that I was mistaken about not seeing full nudity in my childhood. You have seen fully nude women, he said. Graphic Pictures of nude men and women often emaciated in horrible scenes of death. You saw many photographs and films of the Jewish victims this of Nazi jacked off to these pictures. Yeah, buddy, you've seen a whole bunch of pussy. You've seen all those dead bodies in the Holocaust. Yeah, and that's what he says is that uh, we, we as a people are conditioned to feel bad for the Jews. Because the pictures to- of the victims of the Holocaust have been purposely placed by the Jewish-influenced media, which Jewish I, I think is a softer, you know, it's a fun way to say it, but it's like what he basically said, the Jewish-influenced media uh, puts out uh, the, the victims, uh, pictures of the victims of the Holocaust, the Jewish victims, up the forefront so that they could get political yeah. power. As opposed to like all the Russians that died and shit like that, but of course it's only because like we liberated a bunch of Jews and uh, yeah, because we a found the of fucking pictures. camps and we took pictures of <laughs> and, what we um, saw. Yeah, yeah, there are no pictures of the gulags. No, yeah. because there they are were... no pictures of the killing fields. No, because Cambodia. they were peasants. Because they didn't have pictures. Watch the movie. If you want, if you're thirsty to see Russian victims of World War II, you can find watch it. the movie. Come and see. Yeah, watch the, the if you want to see one of the most brutal. War movies you've e- I've ever seen in my life. I it's called Come out. and See. It will ruin your day. So basically, <laughs> David Duke just admitted to jacking off to pictures of the Holocaust. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Immediately, uh, as this uh, it DVD, came... so or sort of DVD, and begins. that he started off writing a high school newspaper uh, essay about the fact that he had not seen any Bush right. that year, <laughs> right? And, that, and then the guys like, and then his sleazy friend was like, Yeah, 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 buddy. yeah. You did, buddy. You remember yeah, when he was fucking going to the bathroom? Yeah, it's like yeah. sick kids I grew up with who used to like masturbate to the national, like the, the National Geographic magazine. Well, and stuff I mean, like. let's not say that they were sick. <laughs> well, National Ge- Geographic, at least the people little, were alive. It goes a little far to say that they were sick. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. Mean, I, I know we're judging people. I mean, it's not, we don't have to judge people while we're doing this. No. I mean, I'm are you, are you any, really any better than I'm David Duke? I'm just I mean, saying, I'm better than David Duke. <laughs> we're I better think- than him, right? In our way. Yeah. So Everyone's better than David Duke. So we want to play the opposite? Yes. Yeah, let's play the rebuttal. And they, they, when basically people on the ninth floor, they were they put in bunkers and hundred at a time they told them to be stripped in the, till the underwear. And as they walked out hundred at a time, they were machine gunned for three days. And then they covered them up with, with dirt. For three days, the graves were moving up and down, they took tractors and ran over the graves in order to 
squeeze it the less breath. What's that guy's name? That's just a lot. That guy is Abraham Malnick. Yeah, and he was a survivor of which concentration camp? Uh, he describes a massacre at Kovno's Ninth Fourth. Uh, in a Kovno ghetto. So yeah, there's three Paul. straight days of shooting. Yeah, and, and burying and, yeah, shooting, so and eight hours and shooting. Finger, yeah, and none of that happened. He doesn't sound like he distinctly <laughs> yeah. remembers that. No, 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 no. No, He sounds totally good. We, they were shooting him with how, the muffin gun. He's kind of like in laughing. There's two dudes behind him in that video just laughing, just kind of secretly like, we're like, look, can't believe these fuckers. Can't believe they're buying this, man. This is great. All right, well, and let's move on now to a bit of his... And Frank, uh, yeah, let's pull, let's pull the sheets out. Of, let's get the spotlight in there and see some shadows in this labyrinth of lies. This next section is called the three famous victims of the Holocaust. Years later, I read a pamphlet outlining the inconsistencies and improbable a content of a pam- Frank, yeah. the diary of a young girl. Dr. Robert Farrison, a liberal professor who specializes in the authentication of literature at the University of Lyon, France, made a strong case that the book's form and content made it unlikely that a girl in her early teens had written the book, at least in its published form. It also amazed me that this girl, the most famous victim of the Holocaust, who spent most of the war at Auschwitz, did not die in the gas chambers. Near the end of the war, the Germans evacuated her, along with many others, to Bergen-Belsen. In the last months of the war, she succumbed to typhus. And Frank's sister, Margot, and her mother were not gassed either. They both died from typhus as well. Her father, Otto, fell ill while Auschwitz and was nursed back to health in the camp hospital. Near the end of the war, the Germans evacuated him to Mauthausen, and he was liberated there. Otto Mm. Frank himself attested to these facts. And then apparently Nurse, he went to Maui and he caught the world's biggest wave. Oh, is that right? And that's right? what became known as the Great Cowabunga Isn't for a, bit, a period of time when he was out there, you know, and he was out there with, it was him, Frankie Valley, Annette Funicello. Yeah. They're all hanging out on the beach. I remember dun, that. Dun, 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 <laughs> so happy my whole family is dead from typhus. They didn't go to the gas chambers, though, so they really lived a good Holy, one. oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Fuh, right. They lucked out. I can't believe it's like their lungs collapsed on themselves and they choked on their own blood. That'll man, happen. fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's, let's listen to something else. Let's listen to some other fucking lies from these guys. Yeah. This is uh, from Dorian Kurtz. She is recalling the Bergen-Belsen prison. There were wagons, open wagons, like, like carts, like the back of a horse and cart, open wagons that were dragged along without horses. There were people pulling them. And... Um, They had uh, corpses in them, and the corpses were lying in all directions and um, heaped on top of each other. And there were many people who died every night, and they didn't make it out to a pell, but they were accounted for by being bodies. And so after the grown-ups were marched out, the, um, there was a squadron of people that pulled this wagon around and um, came into the barracks and took the corpses. And then they would, two of them would take the corpse, one at the feet and one at the hands, and they would toss him up to the top of the heap. And that uh, happened every day. I still have trouble with that. I hope you guys have had your coffee. <laughs> this is great. I don't even know why we're doing this episode, honestly. It's the worst episode I've ever done. But You've looked so sad and uncomfortable this whole time. It's the, I literally hate it. But... Uh, that is intense stuff. Yeah, with the bodies there. Well, it's all it's, off the, it's uh, just the whole thing of just like it's fucking real. Oh, so David Duke. So the, she's yeah. a liar then. Well, yeah, oh, of course she didn't see that. No, yeah, she's no, doing no, great. That's real. She you know, loves absolutely it. not. That's not stark reality. Yeah, it's not like yeah, David no. Duke sitting in a fucking LSU fucking college dorm with some his fucking creepy dude who's jerking off the Holocaust pictures, handing him pamphlets about yeah. what's really going on. 
got to get to David Duke with the pamphlets. That's how you convince all races. Well, the, the main thing that he tries to love the, pamphlets. But the main tenant that David Duke goes through with the Holocaust denial thing is basically saying that the gas chambers weren't in use right. during the concentration camps. That they're like mainly he's gas like, chambers and soap. He's gas like, chambers and the then Jews the fact that, that the soap. Jews were not turned into human soap, which is right. thank God. It would be good um, if, if that was true. Sure. Yeah. And it's just like, but the whole thing is like they, it's, it's, uh, is it wrong? I want David Duke to be right. I yeah, wish yeah, there were no he, gas chambers and I wish Jews weren't yeah, turned into the soap, so but they just fucking, like were and there was. Yeah. So. And it's all just, you're just full of shit. But you know, it's a tough platform to run on as governor. I think you got 40% of the vote. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Congratulations, Louisiana. <laughs> So we want to uh, do we want to go to the beast is sane or do we want to do some stormfront talk because we got about three minutes. Let's do stormfront talk because stormfront's a funny one to end with. Yeah, yeah. Storm- we can do beast of we'll do beast is sane in a different episode. Yeah, we'll do that. That was actually that's actually a funny one because that documentary I actually like everything that they claim about Martin. You're Luther just King. being pulled back and forth because you got two entities inside of you. You got your fucking full Nazi grandfather who's still alive somewhere going like well, he's dead. I can't believe that i'm jewish yeah 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 he was in hell but then he got put up to heaven accidentally as as he yeah, he just like woke up one day and he was just like yeah. ah god turns well, out i'm jewish satan i'm out of here <laughs> so we all spent a lot of time on the stormfront uh site the uh, the stormfront boards uh yesterday and stormfront if you don't know is the premier white supremacist uh message board these uh, people Boy, the these. Yahoo comments were retarded. These guys, it's <laughs> these a whole guys. other level. And what's fascinating about it is that they have uh, a board for everything. Like, they've got music discussion boards. They've yeah, got, it's not just total hate. Yeah, it's they not just love total hate. Celine Dion. They've got, they've got video game boards. Like, I, I found that uh, their favorite video game is definitely Skyrim. <laughs> oh, is that right? Because <laughs> oh. you can build yourself to be the perfect, like, Aryan, like, yeah. Duke Lord. Nords only. I, I read that a lot. Okay. Don't be bringing none of that cat people in here. Uh, they said about Wolfenstein 3D, not a bad game and actually not all that anti-German, and it completely ignores the Holocaust as if it never happened. Well, there you perfect go. Perfect for them. Yeah. yeah, and it says everything is... And music, they love Peter Gabriel. Uh, Rush, Metallica, yes, they love prog rock. Uh, Eddie Money, <laughs> REO Speedwagon. So these guys are really like young. They're like 16, 17 years old. No, no, they no, don't no. act like 40, they, they, Yeah, they don't sound like 45 year old Harry. No, man. it's just like my dad, if you could figure out how to use the internet, would just be like Eddie on like Money. police boards, just being like, hey, you remember this type of belt that we used to wear? Yeah, that was great. Loved yeah. it. Loved, Loved it. it. And uh, they also have uh, movie reviews, yeah. like a big side of movie reviews. And uh, they, I read a review, uh, a thread on Forrest Gump, really torn on Forrest Gump. Yeah, these why guys. didn't they like Forrest Gump? <laughs> uh, some of them love it, uh, yeah. saying that, yeah, a white man, even if he's retarded, then he can still rise above and be successful in this world. Oh, okay. Uh, but others say, uh, this is one of them, it says, in the film, he is said to be named after the leader of the KKK. <laughs> Not degrading. Enjoyable, but obviously you still have to see through all the crap. Oh, there's, they got their feelings hurt? The KKK got their feelings and hurt? And they also uh-huh. have a poetry board? Should I, should can I read I do some the, poems? Can I do the one that's sexy as hell? Yes. This one's really funny. Do you, do you want to jump to that, or do you have more movie reviews? Uh, the only other movie review that, uh, that I have is of Man of Steel. Says, oh, did they like oh, it? Yes, I wanted to hear yeah. this, actually. Obviously, Superman is a Christ figure. I think the kryptonites are Jews. <laughs> uh, of course you do. Their world is destroyed, so they are essentially parasites seeking a new home. In order to make the world safe for themselves, they have to terraform Earth to suit their particular needs. Clark is the good Jew, Christ, and that he saves humanity and doesn't have the same psychotic intentions towards humanity as the kryptonites. There was also a line in there about how humans have the concept of morality and how evolutionarily the kryptonites are just brutal, self-serving, and ruthless to their advantage. Just a few random thoughts. I doubt it was intended this way just from Hollywood. I, yeah. Yes, at least he knows that he doubts that it was intended that way because it's not true. Yeah, because the liberal media is Jewish. Hollywood is Jewish. They hate white Western values. If you do not understand this, then you do not understand what is happening in the world today. I also love that they hate the Jewish media, yet it seems like they've watched all these movies. Yeah. They have seen all of you these get, movies. Yeah. What I also love is that if you want to, if, if faster than brood in a date by talking about Bill de Blasio, try to do your fucking Aryan breakdown of Man of Steel. <laughs> that will ruin a date. date. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, Talk about politics <clears throat> or talk about uh, Superman. 
And as far as you, horror movies go, their favorite is by far Halloween. Uh, it makes me upset, so we don't hear about it. Well, yeah, because you can dress up like ghosts. Yeah. yeah, I suppose. So. Oh! My mother used to dress us up like holy ghosts. That's what we were. We just looked like little clans. Really and weird. horror movies are what they have the least to say about. But yeah, it, like in general. Like but yeah. like, I, remember, I remember reading the one that was just like, I like the grudge. It was yeah. just like, what <laughs> nice. Yeah, and that's all. What, like, there was very little. Like, uh, the only thing that I found in the horror movie uh, thread that said anything uh, about horror movies racially was uh, "Night of the Living Dead." Love it. Gotta ha- love a happy ending. If you've seen Night yeah, of the Living Dead, you know what. You'll yeah, you know what that. you're talking. It was about. actually a very progressive movie. Yes, though, it for was. The time because yes, it shows it was, the first. Yeah. Uh, so here, I'm going to read this poem that they wrote called "Dear White Libtard." Dear white libtard, oh hater of hate, go back to your barnyard and close your gate. You're psychologically weak, chronic mental infection. Time for a new technique, turn on TV for direction. Watch what they do, mimic every act. Spoken by the Jew, your source of fraud in fact. Promote Hmm. cultural decay, only white of course, all others are okay. Want to racially divorce? Hatred of one's own race is fitting for a Marxist, but you can't erase by definition... You're racist. You're racist. <laughs> you're, you're, you're racist. Yeah, I, and that's I the whole thing. That. Like, I see that a lot with haters of hate. That's what they keep saying yeah. in these yeah. poems of just being like, oh, you hate hate? Well, that's hate. So you hate. Yeah. Well, that's, the Jim, <laughs> that's, the, that's the long lost Jim Morrison poem. That was brilliant. Uh, this one, this dude wants to be all sexy. He says, girl, I've been watching you. You're sexy as hell in those black pants. Why don't we step out for some dinner? No rhymes yet, by the way. Just I just imagine like a fat bl- fat woman at a fucking Walmart hot dog stand with like black capri oh, pants yeah, on. Oh, yeah, girl, I like you, dude, your black pants. Yeah, so why don't we step out for some dinner over here at Demos? Nothing fancy. And this is supposed to be a song, by the way. He has registered this with ASCAP. Yes, this is registered. They'll watch you walking in. You'll turn every head in those high heels. And like Nazi, like entire Nazi uniform and stuff. No, I just still see 300 pound yeah. Walmart worker. Like, uh, you'll be the staring at you, girl. You'll be the star. Steal the whole show. You're sexy as hell, girl. You're unreal. Sexy as hell. I can't resist you. Wine tonight. You're so fine. Sexy Se- as hell. Please let me kiss you. <laughs> Say it's all right. Please be mine. I mean, it just goes on. Oh, yeah. Girl, you've been teasing me. And then this, I just like this one line. There's another one of his songs. I like this one line where I'll put on Sinatra, pour a couple cups of champagne, sit by a fire, (laughs) get intimate, couple of kisses. We're on our way. He wrote another song called I'm Not a Stalker. I saw you on the street and followed you in here. Let me you buy are. you some lunch. Let me buy you a beer. You cast your spell on me. You've got me hypnotized. I get those butterflies looking into your eyes. I'm not a stalker, baby. I'm a gawker. And right now, I'm gawking at you. He's a stalker. Right now. I'm not I'm a stalker, honey. Don't be a squawker. Don't be afraid. I couldn't hurt you. You got that hair falling down. You got those kissable lips. Mm. Got those suntan legs. Got those shapely hips. God, I want to. He's go getting to better, though. I will say the guy's getting a little bit better. God, I want to go to the Mississippi open mic that this guy plays all these. Songs <laughs> oh my <out> god! <laughs> I mean, you really you don't know he's a racist bigot really by these lyrics until no, you get to know him a little bit. Again, it's just like they, they're very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Well, they they're are very yeah. sensitive people. These these hate well, mongers. I'm not sure if I would go that far. But no, I just mean I mean touchy. Yes, you could say yes. yeah, very touchy, yeah. very touchy. Um, well, all right. So we've delved into the world of the KKK and anti. We taught you all about it. Yeah, some um, of it, some of it. They all uh, look like a bunch of fat fucking morons. I think that they are. Um, you know, it's all uh, it's all garbage. Oh yeah. Um, yes. they all say the same thing without any facts. David Duke's a f- retard. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't even want to use the word retard. Yeah, because, because retard people are, are like pure of thought, a pure yeah. of heart. They, they can't are be really sweet too, and like everything. No, he's a terrible man. These are terrible things. Yeah, you know, go watch a movie. Come and see. Yep, um, and, uh, and watch Schindler's, Schindler's List. List. Yeah, just watch Schindler's Watch Jinxies. that. You know, get it's into that. Schindler's List. You and, know, um, people say it's melodramatic. You know, it just happened. You know, um, watch Fiddler on the Roof after that, and then watch Life Is Beautiful. Yeah. You know? Get into that. Watch that. Um, You know what? In order to make us all feel better, I'd like to play a song that I think in the end it's like it's a beacon of hope Mm -hmm. in a world of shadows. Right. Um, It's something that you can keep with you for the rest of the day. Um, 
You or hum it yourself it. every just single time you well. feel upset. Yeah. This is the thing is that <laughs> this is nice, the Holocaust yeah. definitely happened. Yeah. yeah. People were you know, gassed yeah. and stuff. It definitely happened. Martin Luther King was not a rapist. We no. didn't even get into that. Um, we but, didn't yeah. even, but he's not a rapist. He's not. He had sex um, a lot, though. He's a good man. I imagine that the bodega, I imagine the bootlegger man in Union Square is going to dine alone in a hotel room. Oh, he has no friends at all. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think he has money for a hotel room. Yeah. No, actually, me and my girlfriend want to uh, try a trick on him and see if we can convince him that I have converted her. <laughs> oh, that would be of yeah, course, Marcus' like, girlfriend's a black night. Jewish Yeah, uh, she's gal. black and Jewish. Like, we want to see if we can go and see if I can say, like, she's one of the good ones. <laughs> and that'll be big. Uh, and see how far we get with it. It's not going to get that far. she strikes out and slaps his fucking Until face. Until yeah. she strangles him to death. <laughs> yeah, she'll strangle him. Nikita's a badass bitch. That's for damn sure. Um, all right, everybody. Magustalations. Hail Satan. Hail, Hail Satan. Enjoy yourself and don't hate. Don't celebrate. hate. Hail your, don't hate. Celebrate. That's good, yeah. Hail yourselves, everybody. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest, and I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine, and it's an addiction, and it's a daily weight on my life, how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. It's the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs who are looking to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for a creative way to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. If I needed to give a class on digging holes, I'd do it. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand. Upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills. And tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or you can sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash left.